bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. Welcome to Common Sense on Social Justice. I am your host, Michael Davis, and I am so glad you joined us today. I look forward to a lively discussion today. If you wish to join us in the conversation or have any questions or comments, you can contact me at sjcommonsense at gmail.com. Today we're going to talk about a very sensitive issue, and yet an issue that seems to be constantly in front of us these days, and at least here in the United States of America, where I'm speaking from, is the issue uh, that I've learned actually is not just bound to the United States, but is actually a worldwide issue, and that is the issue of racism. Today, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on racism, since it seems to be such a dominant subject. I wanted to clarify a few things for the audience, for you as the listener, and kind of guide you towards a better discussion on racism. In fact, I would like to call this common sense on racism. Uh, Racism seems to be always in the news. You hear today about racism. You hear about Black Lives Matters, white supremacy, inequality, and so on. Now, one thing I've discovered in my international travels is that racism is not bound to any particular country or even to any skin color. Here in America, the narrative is that white people oppress black people. Uh, However, I've discovered in my work in Kenya that in Kenya, there are black people who are racist against other black people. So I have long realized now for some time that racism uh, isn't bound to skin color or any of those things. It has to do with really the human heart and people's attitudes for each other. However, the narrative seems to be about a lot of talking and very little listening. As I've observed, well, my hometown of Portland, Oregon, we keep making national news for riots, destruction of property, tearing down of statues. You hear about the cancel culture a lot. You know, and I just, I really want to bring a different narrative to the table. I want to provide a different talking points that actually leads to solutions in all honesty. Uh, But there does around racism. The narrative seems to be a lot of talking, very little listening and even fewer solutions. In fact, I'm not really hearing any solutions, any solutions that I am hearing, I don't feel like they're satisfactory solutions. So I want to talk about what others are not talking about. I want to bring some brand new talking points to the table on racism. And one of the problems I see in the ongoing national discussions, especially on racism, is that many cannot even agree on the problem itself. Many aren't even sure if there is a problem. Many people feel that the problem is exaggerated while others don't feel like it's spoken of enough. So you can't even get to agreements uh, on racism. 
And what I really want to do in this episode, in fact, I think I may break this into two episodes because uh, I just, I want to make sure that we're covering this adequately because the talking points I'm going to be bringing to you are, are so important that I don't want to, to lose you in the discussion and jam your head full of knowledge that will overwhelm you. So I may break this up into two episodes. But what I want to do is come talk about the issue of racism from a standpoint that no one else is talking about. And I really, this is going to sound radical. Uh, it'll probably be controversial. I think anytime you approach the subject of racism, it just automatically becomes controversial. But I'm going to speak rather truthfully, honestly, and radically around racism. Because what I really want to do is get to the truth. And what I really want to do is get to solutions. And what I really want to do is get to a society, us to move towards a society where even the oppressive issue of racism is no longer existent. Now, a lot of people say they don't want it anymore, but it seems like those very people that don't want racism anymore are causing even deeper divisions through their actions and words. I don't want to create division. I want to create unity. And so what I'm hoping will come out of this discussion is actually greater unity. Now, again, I want to warn you, the things we're going to be talking about are going to be radical. Uh, they're not going to be bound to any religious perspective. I'm going to bring about some religious perspectives, but it's not going to be any one particular religion. Uh, I'm going to, to be talking in a way that gets down to the very root. That's it's, If you think of the discussion today, this episode, it's going to be like a shovel digging deep into the ground, getting to the root and digging out the root of racism. And sometimes that can be a painful process. I want to talk about in this episode too, the fundamental problem with racism. That's the main thing I want to get to today is what is the fundamental problem with racism and not just with racism itself, but what's the fundamental problem with the efforts to eliminate racism. Now, fortunately, we have some really good examples in recent history around the issue of racism, like Martin Luther King Jr. and other ones. They've done really positive things, but now it seems in current society that we have a, a really big division around racism rather than unity. You see, Martin Luther King Jr. and, and, and uh, the others who have uh, approached the issue of racism and inequality they did so in a way that brought unity, but it seems like now in society, it's being brought forth in a matter that's bringing deep, deeper divisions than there needs to be. So I want to get to the fundamental problem with racism and the fundamental problems in the efforts to eliminate racism. And, uh, and the interesting thing is, is that you're going to discover is that Whichever side, whether a person is racist or trained in racism, they both seem to be have the same issue. Now, I kind of find that humorous, that people on both sides of this problem seem to have the same issue. And when I talk about it, you'll realize what I'm talking about. But I want to jump into my thought on what the fundamental problem is, then get to my reasoning on why I have the thought I do around racism. So here it is. 
The problem that causes people to be racist and the reason why the large efforts to eliminate racism is that they are both tied to the body. People who are racist are attached to the body because all they see is the color of someone's body. And the reason why the large efforts to eliminate racism uh, are a problem is that they're, again, attached to the body. They're trying to bring people of different colors together. In other words, they're seeing colors of people. Therefore, they're attached to the body. People are racist because they are attached to the body and people want all races to be treated equal because, again, they too are attached to the body. The fact is um, that people are not the color that you perceive them to be. Here's the reality. If we see the truth of the reality then we would realize what the enlightened saints have said through the ages. And by the way, when I say the enlightened saints, I don't just mean Catholic saints, as you typically think. I'm talking about Hindu saints and uh, Buddhist saints, the Zen masters. Various ones have all talked about this, but especially the Hindus and the Christians have often said this, that the reality is that we are spirits who have come from God and are on the journey to return to God. We say again that many enlightened saints throughout the ages have said that we are spirits who have come from God and are on the journey to return to God. St. Thomas Aquinas is a Catholic saint and one of the, the doctors of the church of the Catholic church. That means he's one of the saints whose writings that you should especially pay attention to because of their nature. But St. Thomas Aquinas, who was a saint that lived during the Middle Ages, said that we come from God and return to God. Now, um, that's the spiritual concept. We come from God and return to God and we're spirits. But I want to kind of try to help you in practical terms understand that. Let's take a car, for example. If somebody were to ask me the color of my car, or if they were to see my car, they would know, observe that it has white paint on it. So they would say, I have a white car. Or if I saw somebody with blue paint on their car, I would say, they have a blue car. Now, is that the truth? No. Because we have to ask ourselves, what makes up a car? Does the body, the paint of the car have anything to do with it? Not really. In fact, if you think about it, a car is a vehicle that has parts to it. It's a machine that helps you move from one location to another. And if we were to get honest, the paint has nothing to do with how the car runs. Doesn't matter if your car is blue, red, white, yellow, pink, whatever. That color of the paint doesn't have anything to do with how the car gets you from one location to another. It's just merely a decorative item, and it's a protective item. It keeps the metal from rusting. But at the same time, my car is not a white car. The car itself is made up of many things. Inside, it has an engine with pistons and and uh, has a cooling system, and it has filters in it and has you know various moving parts. 
And then it has a transmission that the engine's connected to, and that transmission makes the wheels turn so that the wheels will carry you down roads. So a car has wheels. It has an exhaust system to expel the exhaust buildup from the engine. So as an exhaust, as a muffler, as tailpipe, has windows and stuff. But again, those don't have anything to do with the actual running and trans the purpose of the car. It's just so you can see while you're driving and not have an accident. Although, if you're looking at your cell phone while you drive, I guess those windows aren't doing you any good. <laughs> However, I cannot truly and honestly look at somebody that has blue paint on their car and say they have a blue car. Because that would infer then that the engine is blue, that the pistons are blue, that the filters are blue, that the battery is blue, that the fan that runs the cooling system is blue, that the transmission is blue, the gears are blue, the exhaust pipe is blue, the muffler is blue. You get the idea? It's not a blue car. It simply is a car that happens to have blue paint. And it's the same with human beings. As human beings, we are not what you see on the outside. If you were to look at me, you would not actually be seeing me because I'm a spirit that God has created and I am temporarily in this body. Very temporarily, we all die. And so I am very temporarily in this body. So when you look at me, you're not actually seeing me. What makes up me? What makes up me is that interior part, that part we call the soul, that invisible part of us that is eternal, that invisible spirit of us who that never dies. The body dies, it decays and disappears, but the spirit of the person does not die. It goes on to live in the next life. And so we have, if in order to tackle racism, we have to understand that concept and detach from the body and realize that we are spirits as human beings. We are spirits who come from the same source. And I, in my notes, I have the word source capitalized because it's talking about God <clears throat> So as human beings, we are spirits who come from the same source. This means that there is total unity and no separation between us. And that's a concept I'm going to actually flesh out in the next episode of this. This will be a two-part episode. But just get that concept. If we are spirits and there is total unity between us as humans and no separation between us. Therefore, there is no such thing as a white person or a black person or an Asian person or whatever label you want to slap on somebody. Think about this. If you see a ghost, is that ghost going to be black? Is that ghost going to be Asian? No, it just, just is. Now, let's think about the spirit, the soul of a human when that person's body dies and their spirit goes to meet God, is that person going to be black, white, yellow, red? No, because spirits don't have possess spirits don't possess color. 
Spirits just are what they are. They're unchanging. They're formless. Now, the reality is who I am as a person is formless. The body, the form you see, is just something I temporarily possess. Now, if you're a Catholic listener, listening to you say yes, but we will have bodies in heaven. Well, that's what the Christian scriptures say, that we will eventually, after the day of judgment, have bodies in heaven. However, the scriptures don't say if those bodies will have color to them. Who knows? Maybe everybody in heaven is purple. I don't know. Maybe you'll realize, you'll see your neighbor in heaven, and you're like, yeah, you look good in purple. I don't know. But the reality is the eternal part of us that does not die is a spirit that does not possess color. Therefore, there is no such thing as white people, black or black people or whatever, because spirits, that eternal part of us does not possess color. The temporary body that we possess may have melatonin in it. It may have a, a black color of skin, a, a sort of an olive color of skin, a brown color of skin or whatever, but that is certainly not the person themselves. So the problem with those who are racist is that they see only the body and fail to see the spirit of the person. That part of the person that does not die when the body dies, that part that uh, lives on after the body dies. But on the other hand, the problem with those who are trying to eliminate racism is that they often see equality or want to achieve equality for people of various body colors. So again, they too see only the body. But if we are spirits that are temporarily in this body, then we can't be black or white people. We are just humans who are temporarily living in this body. And another problem is that people who are trying to solve racism by creating quality for people according to the color of their body, this is attachment to the body. It's interesting to me to see some of the solutions that people are trying to bring about for racism, where maybe workplaces have to have so many people that are black, so many people are Asian or whatever, and they're uh, on their staff or as their employees. What's the problem with that? Well, the problem is that we're judging people, again, by the color of their skin. I'm hiring you because you are have black skin or because you're Asian or whatever. And that's a problem because we're not seeing the people for who we are. If we're going to show dignity and, and realize the dignity of each person, we have to go beyond the color of their body and see the real person who is a spirit living in that body. You see, the body is just a tool that the spirit of the person uses to accomplish tasks but the real and eternal part of that person, you can't see. It's invisible, but it's who the person really is. Now, this is a deep discussion. I've given you some things to think about, but I want to give you more to think about. So we're going to do that in the next episode. So that's it for this episode. I wanted to really get into this issue of racism because I'm seeing a lot of not so common sense in the approaches to it and in the discussions. 
And I want to bring real points, reality and truth to the table. So I hope you'll join us for the next episode because in that I'm going to really get into these points on detachment from the body and who we really are as human beings. I hope this has been a help and I really hope it's been a challenge to you to think differently and approach this uh, problem differently. If you have any comments, you want to join the discussion or have further questions, feel free to contact me, Michael Davis. My email is sj commonsense at gmail.com. Again, that's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. I hope you have a great day as you work towards creating a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com.